welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I am Millennial Producer Tony. Joining me as always are our hosts, Gen X Brian. Hey guys. And Gen Z Winston. What it do? <laughs> what do we do? I brought, I brought, it, I brought my catchphrase back. I was back. very sad it was gone last week. I didn't feel like I was talking to a hip youth. <laughs> you didn't you didn't do your catchphrase this week, Brian. You're do I have a catchphrase? Say, yeah, it's uh what's going on, everybody? Oh, see. The white man's catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. Bros. Dudes. What's up? (laughs) Do you remember that commercial? The Budweiser commercial? I wasn't there for it, but I've seen it all over the internet. Okay, because that was the frogs. Well, no, the frogs were fantastic. I'm I'm talking about the WhatsApp guys. They were they yeah, Yeah. those guys. Like pick up the phone. Yeah, right. right. For some reason or another that that came up and and my children were in the room. I'm like, you guys have never seen this original commercial. So I pull up the original commercial on a YouTube and it's freaking hell. It's it held up. It's ridiculous. But we we definitely laughed. So (laughs) can we talk about Budweiser? (laughs) After watching a bunch of other commercials uh, preceding our last episode, man, have watched a handful of uh, Spuds McKenzie commercials oh, that I just man. forgot about. I love Spuds What's... McKenzie. Who's that? Loved him. as it, oh, So it's hilarious when we explain these things to you because immediately Spuds, in my head. Yeah, Spuds like, McKenzie <laughs> was a beer mascot. Uh-huh. He was the coolest character. Really? The coolest character. He Olympic skied and he played the drums and he hung out with all the hot women and he looks not like anything that you would expect him to look like. Are you looking him up? Uh, no, he, let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. Spuds. Tell me more what? about. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, give me a description in your mind of Spuds McKenzie. Spud McKenzie sound like in my head. I'm imagining like you know the dude from the uh, from that Spanish beer commercial, the most interesting, the most guy interesting in the world. man okay. in the world. Dos Equis, yeah. yeah. uh-huh. Dos yeah. That's who I, I think I'm thinking of in my Spud. head. Go ahead and look up Spuds McKenzie for me here, Winston, and tell me Spud, your initial yeah. reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a it, dog. <laughs> it's the target dog. It's not the target dog. <laughs> oh, geez. Tony He's is cool. not kidding. Spuds McKenzie was the coolest thing. Why we love was I mean, everywhere. That, it was the 80s, and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. I got this cool ass <laughs> dog advertising beer to me. You got this dog rocking a Hawaiian shirt, pouring yeah. himself a cup. It's great. <laughs> maybe, I'm maybe Bud Light you. needs to bring him back to make everybody forget about the, you know, their their past missteps. Is yeah, he gonna be true. like is he gonna be like a Punxsutawney Phil? That McKenzie's not dead. It's he's still around. <laughs> it's Punxsutawney it's always the same Spuds. dog. Yeah, and I remember finding out at some point uh, that Spuds McKenzie was a female. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry if I. I'm sorry. If that you can't listen. You can't have a dog on set with a red rocket out. You know. <laughs> oh God. You can't. You can't risk that happening. <laughs> maybe, while he's maybe. hanging out with the ladies exactly exactly See, this is why this is why they can't bring spud mckenzie back because it's gonna lose more beer sales because they're gonna find right. out that she's a lesbian the whole time oh see now yeah. what it's okay <laughs> this how one's dare, getting chopped how, yeah. <laughs> 
how dare you soil the name of the great Spuds McKenzie? I mean, and then they had Max Headroom. Okay, Tony, do you know who Max Headroom was? Is yes, I don't remember Max Headroom from. He was was he a commercial character? Yeah, he uh, he was actually. This is this is perfect. He was the spokesperson for New Coke, I believe. That's if that, right. If that puts you know, if that puts Wait. it in perspective. He's Winston, also the guy that hijacked the um the TV signal thing. Right? Yes, WPS. yes, that's, that's fascinating. How, that's how I'm familiar with Max Headroom. Right, right. And from yeah. the, another character that transcended commercials and had his own TV show. Oh, I think Max Headroom was TV show then commercials. Oh, yeah. What was his TV show? He just looked creepy as hell. Max Headroom. There was there was like this 45 minute special, very special episode of the show. That basically, like, it was looking at this dystopian future yeah. and uh, about advertising. And somehow, this guy, he was like a news guy and he got sucked yeah. into the TV and then became this like weird computer generated person, which was Max mm. Headroom, but was actually this, this actor, Matt Frewer, in, you know, prosthetic makeup to make him look like he was computer generated. Yeah, like it's just the way his face looks, just so creepy. Yeah, and then and then he then did I remember catch the wave, Coke, like was his catchphrase. Yeah. So then what about so what about that signal hijacking thing? Somebody tell me. So that that's completely different. Yeah. So I lived in the Midwest, so my TV station was the Chicago broadcast. That's what we watched. And that's what this person who I believe it's never been found. Um the folks on what was it? What stuff you should know. Did a podcast about this? I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to plug two of my other favorite podcasts. Stuff You Should Know did an episode on this, as well as The Good Gentleman from Red Web. Oh. The Red Web podcast covered this. But yeah, there was somebody with a Max Headroom type mask and corrugated steel that moved behind him to sort of simulate the craziest part. Yeah, it was so weird. And it actually cut in twice. It cut in during the news and was very quickly, something was going wrong with the people guess was a recording. And it was cut out. And then it came back on the PBS station and interrupted a Doctor Who episode. Which was um, even weirder, you know? I mean, that's... He said all kind of weird things. He he was being spanked. Yeah, it was it it's, was bizarre. The folks, yeah, yeah, the folks that did that podcast did a, a fantastic... Like, so I was a kid when that happened. Yeah. And so I remember that. I don't did believe I it? saw it. Yeah. I don't believe I saw it, but I believe my dad saw it, like watching mm. the news that night. Yeah. And I remember it being all over the radio the next day. And it was just, it was weird because who who's able to, you know, snatch a television signal and broadcast, you know, what they won mm. over it. Um, that was amazing. And they were imitating Max Headroom, which was just, that was very much of the time. He was kind of everywhere and it represented this sort of like weird, I'm sure, I'm sure it was some sort of broad social statement that I didn't get as a kid. So it was, it was more like a prank rather than like some paranormal type of thing, right? Yeah, no, these were fully people Uh that somehow Mm. got a hold of a very, a major network's television's broadcast signal and were able Mm. to hijack it. That's kind of cool. But you yeah. know what's funny is nowadays, if something like that happened, it's just like, oh, it's just a Tuesday, you know, <laughs> it's just like, I don't Nobody's know. hijacking I... the highway or the airwaves, though. I mean, yeah. now you've got a million avenues to put your message out, however, whatever it is. You know, right. you know, what's so funny. The new thing that people have been saying is, uh, you know how they have like that sphere in like Vegas? Like, yes, that looks sphere. amazing. Yeah. People wanted to like somebody on Twitter was like, yeah, it's, I'm praying a hacker would just hijack into the sphere and just put porn all over it. It's going to be 
within yeah. the month i i guarantee you within the month somebody yeah. will have hacked into that thing it, it will happen soon and or it's got to have you seen the have you seen the picture of they made it into an eyeball i did it was like, horrific it was crazy yeah it's awful yeah but <laughs> and it was just, next to like it was next to a golf course so imagine you're just like <laughs> on 18 hole and just yeah. like <laughs> The super oh, big brother. Yeah, but that's just that's the outside of it, but the inside sounds amazing. Sound oh, is there? The yeah. Oh, it's a stadium, right? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, it's a venue. But mm. just the hubris of man to build this monstrosity <laughs> in the middle of the desert is yeah. just mind-boggling. That's Las yeah. Vegas, yeah, itself. Yeah. There are the, their lake out there's already in danger of running dry, and they're like, yeah. just just keep building stuff. They're like they're like all those homeless people. Yeah, screw them. Instead of no, they're, they're, housing, they're, they're, in a, they're in San Francisco. The homeless people live. It's too hot, I think, Vegas for homeless people. <laughs> well, don't they hide underneath the ground is what I, I've read. Is, what? Yeah, they're like, yeah, maybe there's Las Vegas people. lizard people or like Yeah, like people? they're high in the sewer, yeah. I'm not even joking. Like, that's a real thing. I think some TikToker like actually showed it. There's like entrances that like homeless people would take to like hide from the sun. It's insane, yeah. Yeah, man, it's hot out there. It's very hot out there. But yeah. but inside, no, the whole the whole design of it is the idea is that there is not like every single seat in the house has the same perfect audio fidelity, perfect mix. Oh wow. Yeah, That's the way that dope. the way that you can do speaker arrays now and like have this thing and like the way Dolby Atmos is amazing. Like the way yes. that you can now mix sound mm-hmm. with Dolby Atmos. There was uh um, did you send me the TikTok on it? I saw a TikTok on it of somebody who did a really good job explaining how Atmos works. I think that um, was instead me, of because I was okay, I yeah, was yeah. Into it I don't think I yeah, because I'm not on TikTok, but yeah, instead of your left right, you know, speaker mix now with this, you know, this it's basically it's all math. <laughs> it's all uh, algorithms as far as math is concerned, and you can put basically your point, your sound. Okay, I want my sound at this point in the sound hemisphere and instead of in the instead of just the left right or left or right speaker you know in in the case of 5.1 8.1 surround sound you're you're pointing it to a speaker and now with atmos you're able to point it to a a location place right? yeah location yeah. in space and and they're able to figure out what you know to make the sound sound like it was coming from there so That's this yeah insane. apparently this venue yeah. is supposed to you know every seat is going to be like perfect sound no matter where you go here's my thing they built like this super dope, like little venue stadium area, whatever. And it's like, of all people you can get to like perform in it, they got fucking you two to be the first people <laughs> okay. to do it. <laughs> That's interesting that you say that. You two was one of the biggest bands on the planet, period, at one point. Uh, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> right. So, do you even know any songs by you two? Okay. I wrote, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. They even gave me a free album on well, Apple okay, Music a okay. few years back, and I still don't know of them. <laughs> okay, so for a quick refresher for those who may have not heard, and I was very much fell victim to this, U2 and Apple had the audacity to think, hey, we're going <laughs> to give U2's new album to everyone for free. Anyone that owns a device will get this. Even this, me? This album. Yeah, hey, U2. Yes, U2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so... But this was back when space was a premium. So suddenly they shoved this album to everybody's devices. I don't yeah. know how many megs it was, but people were like, what the hell, man? I yeah. like ha- having delete yeah. pick like they suddenly ran into space 
requirement problems, which is not really a problem today. But yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't even delete the U2 album if you wanted to. You could I, eventually. You I could? think you oh, could eventually. I, cause, but yeah, because yeah, I did. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I same thing, though, was very angry about that. I And that was back when I had a plug in iPod. I plugged <laughs> in my iPod trying to get, you know, some songs over and suddenly YouTube flies to the front of the line and like gets on my iPod. I'm like, I don't even know if this album's any good. How, that's very, <laughs> it's very bold of you to assume that I want to download that when space is a premium. Right. Um, no, but Brian, it, it was okay because they were one of the biggest band on earth. <laughs> they, so <laughs> Tony, what was the name of that album? I don't even I believe remember. it was I believe it was red, wasn't it? Was it red? The album color was black and white, I swear. Yeah. yeah, it was called On Your Freaking iPod Against Your Will. That was <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up here. Songs of Innocence. Yeah, it was not innocent. It pissed a lot yeah. of people off. So, okay, prior to that, <laughs> U2 coming up through the 80s and 90s. And U2 was cool because they, like, you've got the Joshua Tree um and you have this album and it's it there i don't even know how you would describe them i mean it's rock but then they come along and later in the late 90s or the 90s with oxtung baby which was amazing and they like completely reinvent and reinvented their sound and they went on these amazing tours and had these unbelievable shows and then they shoved an album on everybody's ipod and i think collectively that kind of shot them in the foot as as far as people caring about them yeah but yeah, like I said, that's all I know about you two. Is the fact that they, <laughs> so you don't even know any of their great works. You just know them because they shoved a, an album on your iPod. Yeah. yeah. On my iPad at the time. But yes. iPad, huh? Oh, that's unfortunate. I was an iPad kid, uh, regardless of how old I was. I was like, what, 12, 13? Or like right. And, and that, that first iPad probably had 16 gigs. And you're like, yeah, dude, probably. I'm like, yeah, you, like, come you, on, man. what's happening here? I was like, oh, even who this is? And then, yeah. I remember seeing the cover and I would just get irritated. Yeah, like, I, I think I'll, believe it. Yeah. And I don't even know what the I like. I, I've been a fairly big early U2 fan. Um, yeah, I don't even know what that album sounds like. It irritated the audacity <laughs> irritated yeah. me so much. I don't even think I ever listened to it. Right. I immediately figured out. Yeah, I'm googling how do how do you how do you you know delete this thing? Oh, would Would you like to offer a song sample for for Winston to, for to add to the list? To add to the list? Oh man, I'm gonna go. You go I'm one go, two song. No, I'm gonna go off uh off Octung Baby, and that that may be blasphemous because that's this that's a 100 different sound from their earlier U2, but uh. Mysterious Ways was like a humongous song. Humongous yeah. song. That's a good one. I would offer up either With or Without You. Yeah. Or Still mm. Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Oh, I was going to say Where the Streets Have No Name, but okay. That's a good one too, but I think uh, Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For or With or Without You are probably their two, in my opinion, their two biggest, most, most well-known songs. Okay. So clearly though, U2 is irrelevant to you, Winston. Yeah. No. I, so, I do not know it. I know, I know, I sort of know the lead vocalist name, Bono. Bono? Yes. Yeah, Bono. I mean, yeah, I, I like the name popped up before, but I'm pretty sure it was because of a joke in Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But regardless, regardless, I, I just still, I still don't understand why of all people, they decided to settle on YouTube being the first people to perform. Because I would say there's probably a lot of people my age or older that are going to plunk down whatever it costs to see them there. 
Uh, it's probably, you know, it's probably a big ticket item. I don't think you're going to be, you know, rolling so it's not for the, the youth, sphere. essentially. Yeah, I don't think so. And it's it's like you two is a classic band. But yeah, I can't even, you know, at this point, you you're know, like, a, yeah, you know, what we should do. You know, what we should do add mm. this to the list of like things that I'm guaranteed, you know, what a Gen Z knows. Oh, like, they'll probably know about you too, but I, I'm sure well, they won't well, know. You knew who you two was, but OK, so spe- <laughs> speaking of things Gen Z doesn't know. So after our uh, well-received two live crew episode, me so horny. <laughs> went into the field uh, to see Do some independent research. Yes, some field reporting, and I, I, I now humbly come back and say I vastly overestimated how many people of the younger age even know who two live crew or what two live crew is or what they stood for. Yeah, nobody. Do you want to, I, it, do you want to tell the story of it? Do you want, uh, like, so to, to, to the listeners. Yeah, okay. So out with some friends, and uh, you know, the podcast comes up. You know, naturally, I wasn't <laughs> plugging the show or anything. It just came <laughs> up. You know. So what are you guys doing? Oh, doing a podcast. Cool. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit of weightlifting, but a podcast is cool too. <laughs> yeah. Um, podcast comes up, and, and I mentioned the thing because my friends uh, who I'm out with are the same age as me, right? So they know who Two Live Crew is. I can say Two Live Crew, and I don't have to wonder whether or not they know or have heard me so horny. Yeah. They have. Yeah. So I'm telling them, I think I'm telling them about the fact that you knew about that based on the movie, but not the, the musical group or whatever. And just kind of kind of going off how I thought that was really kind of crazy. That was one of those yeah. things. I was really surprised that you didn't know that. So then my friends being my friends and a couple drinks into the evening, our servers come up to the table who are obviously in their 20s. And my buddy asked him, so do either of you guys know who Two Live Crew is? And they're looking at us like, what? What? <laughs> it's just the look of like, they're trying to be polite, but they also have no idea what we're talking about. And then yeah. the one guy, you know, probably just playing on context clues. He's like, is that a band? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, it's no, it's not, not a band. It's a rap group from the the. No, you don't know who Two Live Crew is. Okay, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I just, I just hung my head. I was like, wow. Okay, Winston I mean, that's, say they don't play okay. instruments. They're not a band, <laughs> right? They're a they're group. A group. <laughs> Twice, <laughs> they're a rap outfit. A rap outfit. Uh, not sure that uh, they had choreography. I'm sure they had dancers uh, on stage. But yeah. anyway, but, oh my but, goodness. But I have to ask this. So were they? Were they like young in their 20s? Like, were they my age, like in the 20s? Or were they like older than me? In like more more like millennials. Like, were they millennials, like young millennials? Or were they like old Gen Z like me? I, I, I've lost the ability to like guess how old people are. I mean, I have no idea how old people are like you right know, right i mean it's like like every like it looks super young to me but I, yeah. I so i i can no longer really gauge how old people are but if i had to guess they were around your age or younger okay because because i was gonna say like if they were if they seem older than me then that further goes and prove that it's not just gen z that don't know two life crew it's also millennial tony knows who two life crew is the age range for millennials, I'm sort of in the middle of. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why some of the things I say aren't completely out there. But listen, you know the, uh, what is it, the Pew Research Firm, right? You've heard of Pew Studies or whatever. 
Pew Research Firm, I believe is what no, it is. They, I've they, never heard of them. Uh, maybe. I might have ran across you, you them have. while I was They're, in college. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I look at them as like a J.D. Power and Associates. So it's like these <laughs> fake, fake made up things that sound official, like where <laughs> often they people will cite the Pew Research Study. They came out today and said that they have previously been general, uh, like a lot of their reports have been focused on the generational divide, Gen Z. They're trying to undo our podcast is what I'm trying to say. Oh wow, they're, they're praying saying, on our downfall. Shut them, yeah. shut them down. Yeah, they they I guess acknowledged that it's like grouping people in this category does not necessarily really report on a generation as a whole. What I found interesting, the one thing that I found interesting in this article was that they said it's the kids are the same age that they were. It's just a let me try this again. Kids have always take a deep breath, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blurbin number two. <laughs> <laughs> Become French all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, I am. Ah, you know the you, French. You know, you know who you sound like, Brian? You sound like Edna from The Incredibles. Edna Mode. <laughs> I was just gonna I was just gonna ask if anyone's seen the the outtakes of the is it Orson Wells doing a champagne commercial? Oh my gosh, yeah, and yeah. He's smashed. He's so, <laughs> he's so drunk. Like... And it's just it's just <laughs> big Orson Wells sitting at a table with two actors trying to seriously yeah. film this. And he's yeah. just going, ah, the it's French. Soon. Yeah, yeah. He slurs his words together. Yeah, it's good. French. Yeah, yeah. That's on YouTube. That's that is that is worth that is worth a listen. Or a uh, look. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. Okay. Also, also worth a look. Uh, Casey Kasem going on a uh, expletive filled rant while he's yeah. trying to introduce a song about a dead dog and somebody's doing something that just sends him over the edge and he loses it and it's hilarious <laughs> that's on the internet for uh, e eternity it's a god last goddamn time I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo and I gotta talk about a fucking dog dying did you guys How do know? we get here? Oh, hold on. You <laughs> were in the middle of saying yeah, something yeah, and we were yeah. like, on crack. <laughs> the blurbin is beating you. It is gone. Uh, the Kentuckians. You were talking right. about. Is that, what, is that what you say? You're talking, talking about, about the research French? group and putting people pew, in. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. You were going to yeah. look at Pew. I was vamping. I was vamping while you gave me a, an educated take on who the Pew Research Firm was. Oh, you know, I didn't like know I was supposed like, to be looking it up. No, man. It's come on just now. it's just a research company. No, but Pew they, research okay, Center. yes, I, I had a fantastic point. They point. <laughs> that's right. This is where we reset. Oh, this is completely gone off the rails. But maybe and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> 20-somethings are 20-somethings, but the set of circumstances that they were are dealing with now is different. It's not necessarily that this generation is like this and this generation is like this. These group of 20-year-olds are de have dealt and are dealing with this situation. Basically, that, that it's more about the environment than it is the generation, which I found <coughs> to be interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do I need to that doesn't even make any sense. I thought it was just a you know, quirky little way of separating people by ages. I didn't, no, I didn't. no, okay. Here's this here's a quote. Here's a quote. Hold on. Uh, when we see that younger adults have different views than their older counterparts, it may be driven by their demographic traits rather than the fact that they belong to a particular generation. 
Thank you. Uh, I mean, that, I guess that's the, that's the most intellectual this episode's going to get right there. <laughs> right, right. No, but the, the point that I took away from it was like, okay, so you've got kids. So my kids spent a year and a half at home during lockdown, right? My oldest daughter was in high school and my youngest daughter was just coming the end of middle school, right? So the fact that that has never happened before, that's going to shape them more in their generation. That, so you're going to say this generation is like that. But really what I think the Pew article is saying is like, we have to acknowledge that like things happen during that generation to make them like that. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. their age and their generation. It's the circumstances in society that have probably made them like that more than just their generation. I can see that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you. That means I was able to on... somewhat explain it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to have to cut this up in editing and trying to figure out how to make it coherent. I think a lot of people have been thinking about that recently anyways. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's like, how was that going to affect an entire 12 year, 13 year span of kids in a generation that spent that time at home for so long. Yeah. Just like you're really seeing how dealing with 9 11 impacted my generation. Again, I was in middle school at that time. And it's just like, all right, during that developmental state for a bunch of people dealing with that drastic event and the change in American culture really has affected things. And it's affected, it affected everybody. I think that's where we get a lot of the um, extreme opinions that we have nowadays on both the left and the right. The earth is flat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also think that's, I think that's where we get a lot of like the joke about Karens. It's just like, I don't remember seeing too much of that. And I have a feeling that that's sort of where that stems from. Just the, the entire drastic shift in everything from that point on. I saw a stupid meme. What do you call a group of 11 Karens? A homeowners yeah. association. <laughs> ah, that's good. Ah, that's PTA. great. Yeah. That's yeah. So I, so, I suppose that's not unique, but I did see that and I thought that was <clears> kind of funny. I was going to say, though, this episode got a little too intellectual. Yeah, man. What's up, second. Tony? Yeah. yeah we're, we're a little, how do we yeah. go from Omi? Yeah. Why are, we're, like... why are we all drinking and being yeah. smart today? Yeah. Like, How's what's that going make on? Any sense? Yeah. I don't know. That Listen, I that's the whole me. point. We're all drinking. It's not supposed to make sense. You guys, you guys yeah. want to talk about dumb shit? We can talk about dumb shit. How about them aliens, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> them aliens. Uh, them oh, aliens. Man. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little disappointed. It was an inch closer to, like, actual respected officials going, no, like, seriously, there's some stuff out there. But we, we, we did, Winston, did we get anything? I mean... No, I mean, the most we got was, like, some guy confirming that, yeah, like, we have bodies of aliens, but... The way I'll tell you this, this doesn't change the fact that I still have to go to my nine to five. <laughs> I, I don't yep. care about it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, the world's not yeah. ending. All right, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's it it really does kind of boil down to that. You're like, okay, this the, I think the the buildup to it was a little it was also what made it seem like a little bit of a letdown. Like I thought we were gonna get something. Yeah, but all you think we... they would have like shown an alien on the TV. Yeah, man. Like, like that would have been sick. They'll be like, yeah. here's Paul. Now, it he, is no, just now here's <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones delivering a cephalopod, or it's like right, you know, like or, uh, I, I need, I need sugar water. <laughs> sugar water. <laughs> Don't get me started. How many times we refer to Edgar suits in my household? But anyway, <laughs> that's. Uh, but yeah, yeah no. I, I I think because there has been so much unofficially and talked about before this happened that this was like okay, you yeah we didn't get to see the baby alien. Yeah, and that's why it's just like, and here's the thing, if when you listen to the testimony of the guy, 
it wasn't even him to have seen an alien. He's like, yeah, I worked with people who've seen aliens. And just like, <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I know a guy. <laughs> Guys, my girlfriend's real. She just go to a different <laughs> school. Uh. <laughs> She lives. In hey, my girlfriend place. in Canada told me about the aliens. Yeah, yeah. we always. Everyone's going, uh huh. Yeah, sure, yeah. bud. Yeah. Whatever you say, man. Exactly. He's sitting in the corner rocking back and forth. Wasn't, Guys, uh, you gotta believe me. Wasn't uh, what's his face on Stranger Things? Was his girlfriend in Canada? Dustin. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. Dustin. I, I always laughed. That was the joke. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the joke when I was was growing up, it was yeah, yeah I got a girlfriend, but she lives in the Canada, in the, the uh, Niagara Falls area. So oh. it was Canada, but it was like Canada without saying Canada. I mine, guess it morphed to just straight up Canada. That's <laughs> mine. Was always the yeah. You guys wouldn't know her. She goes to a different school. <laughs> you wouldn't know her. She lives in the north part of Vietnam. I'm sorry. Was that, was that offensive? I can't Dang. say. Winston, it would have only been offensive. It would have only been offensive had I been Korean, but Vietnam was united. <laughs> Guys, you don't understand. My girlfriend lives in Pyongyang. <laughs> and that's, you know, it's okay for me to make that joke because it? it's not like North Korea have access to the internet. They're just like Ohio. <laughs> Jeez. You guys are killing our fans in Ohio, and Tony and I—we don't I, have fans in Ohio. Shush, yeah. we do. Yeah. The Buckeye State loves us. Oh my God, uh, they, they finally us. got dial up. <laughs> so, being from the Midwest, I mean, I know you guys have your 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 fake hate for Ohio. I had relatives mm. that lived in Ohio. I've been in Ohio. It is not as backwards as it is portrayed down here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's listen, like, Ohio, want- Ohio is the Alabama of. The North. <laughs> it's no, I, it's, I, it's I, the butt of jokes, anyways. <laughs> it's just easy to make a joke about the state. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, we're talking from somebody from Pennsylvania, right? So that's like you know. yeah, from east <laughs> from Western Pennsylvania. There's going to be some disgruntledness here. So, so, Brian, what would you say is the Alabama of the of the, the North? Alabama of the Midwest? Wow. Oh, in the Midwest, um, yeah. I realized that that my group just say of the Ohio states, and move on. I I was gonna say I was gonna say West Virginia of all places. If I don't think West Virginia. I don't think so. Is that West North? Virginia is that... considered South? The bottom of Pennsylvania is the Mason-Dixon line, so everything below oh. PA is considered the South. Really? Then so why West, is it called West, West Virginia, Virginia and not South Virginia? <laughs> why y'all Why y'all call Best Western y'all up in the East? <laughs> so yeah. Listen, uh, now I saw, I saw and heard with my own senses while in Cleveland, walking past the Browns stadium, I saw somebody showing their tourist friend going, and that's the stadium where the Browns lose. And that's a quote. (laughs) That's a quote from a Clevelandite. And they don't even like their teams. They know it's a loser town. And it's okay. Sports teams. Yes. But I believe people that live in Ohio tend to love the state. What That's because they can't Winston? escape. Did he fall over? Is he laughing? I'm, I'm here. My my chair is falling apart as I'm sitting here. There's <laughs> people from my... you were like doing lines uh... on your desk. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like from here. I wish that's what. Oh I was man, Keep going crazy I'm listening. A, yeah. I'm just I just gotta fix my chair while you getting crazy on a weeknight. Okay, so but so sports teams aside, I believe people that live in Ohio love Ohio, but I don't know. We'll have to. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna not... get a resident Ohioer on here. It's a Buckeye, resident Buckeye, Winston. That's what they're called. Yeah, a Buckeye. So if you live in Ohio, you're a Buckeye. If you live in Indiana, you're a Hoosier. 
if you live oh, in Oh, I love Hosier. He made that song. Uh, no. church. <laughs> Again, we're back to sports, man. Sports. And now to Winston with sports. The Ohioans wow. are Buckeyes because they don't have any other good sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to resort to the college sports. What are the uh, uh, what, what are people from Pennsylvania? Pennsylvanians. Pennsylvanians. Yeah, see that? Pennsylvanians. We've got yeah. too many. We've got too many sports teams <laughs> that you can't just you can't, you can't pick one from, from the west or one from the east because they don't get along either. Right, but the, the the people of Pennsylvania are called Pennsylvanians. Pennsylvanians. That yes. sounds really cool, though. Pennsylvania. They sound European almost. You know. No, they that's because they're Pennsylvanian. That's because they're a commonwealth and not a state. <laughs> they have to be special and different. And rural. How about them were miners? <laughs> there's a yeah, There's a lot of that. There's a, there's a lot of Amish. I mean. <laughs> A lot of young people there, a lot of minors. Oh, <laughs> that's a terrible joke. It's a horrible joke. It's a horrible joke. But these these all may be cut off because you're like ten feet away from your microphone while you're snoring. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Winston, the oh. only one with the adjustable mic. We've gone off the rails, Tony. Get us back yeah, on track. I, no. um, I think this diversion started with Omi so horny. Not this. No. He, the diversion started when I said. And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> that's, um, that was where it went wrong. <laughs> that's where, yes. All right, so let's do this instead. Interesting or odd or first jobs that we had. No, everybody, everybody, when they start, this is the go. same thing. I have that's one. The same. I'm more, I'm kind of tipsy. I, I can shit on my old bosses, right? That would be fun. Are they being uh, dumb? Did you absolutely. start working before the no. age of 11? <laughs> yes, I was I was in a sweatshop. Uh, you know, the Americans come in and they're like, "Listen, you're gonna make these Nikes for twelve. You know these Jordans, right? Do they pay you in chips like I hear? Do they pay pay the chips? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's borderline offensive, but that's that's funny. But that's our our thinly veiled protest against sweatshops, right? Yeah, yeah. guys, sweatshop is bad. With that being said, today's sponsor H and M. Um, no, but my first job was, um, there, a while back, there was a big, uh, trend in the U S where rolled ice cream was a thing. R O L L roll ice cream. Roll. Gotcha. Yeah. Like a roll because that's what it is. You roll it up. That's right. It, you, you don't get a scoop of ice cream. You get a roll of ice cream. Yeah. Rebranded. And for whatever reason, people think that you're getting a better deal out of that. It is. It's rebranded <laughs> ice cream and that shit's yeah. fire. Um, and so i remember working there when i was 16 this place had just opened up it was it was almost like a fad at the time like people were saying it was going to be the new boba tea everybody was going to be eating (laughs) it so you know i got a job working there and the the job stinks and you know like they're the overworking 16 17 year olds and they're just like well if you work real well you might get an ice cream with your name on it and we'll put it on the menu (laughs) and it's just like Really? Yeah, geez, thanks. Is man. your name like... Ben or Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... the promotion. If your name is Ben or Jerry, exactly. Um, this is in America. Yeah. This is here in, in this is Atlanta. in the U.S. Yeah, okay. here in Atlanta. And so they they tell us they're like, yeah, you gotta get real good at chopping up the ice cream. So they'll give you like these two metal spatula, and you just gotta slam the cream on like this like ice cream. <laughs> slam the cream. It's insane. That's an insane statement to say. <laughs> That's that's um, been recorded for you. Yeah, that's a soundbite. D- digital footprint. Hopefully, hopefully, um, Winston doesn't ever run for office. <laughs> that, you know, that could be my campaign. Um, I'm on a slam to cream. Yeah, platform. we're gonna. Say- 
My fellow Americans, we will slam the cream into the... Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. so okay, so so the the way that the ice cream work is you 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 stand in front of this freeze tray, and then you'll pull you'll pour cream over the you'll pour the cream over the tray. This doesn't then, get better. Keep going though. Yeah, and so and then you have your metal spatula and you're supposed to scrape it, and as you're scraping the cream together, you then put toppings on it. So that could be like over here. <laughs> Pardon me. So that could be like that could be like candy, cookies, syrup, fruits, whatever it is that you pick before you get to the station. And so my job here is to just slam it and just chop it up. And then as the cream started freezing, it then becomes ice cream. And so you spread it all over the little ice tray or the freeze tray and then you roll it up. The job is like, I guess it's cool. But as a 16 year old, that's a lot of like manual labor. <laughs> right. Fully. And so <clears throat> Gen Z in a nutshell. Yeah, it was like it was like I was getting an arm workout four days a week. <laughs> You know, for eight hours straight, it was it was whatever. And if it's like if it's downtime and there's no customer, because who the hell is eating ice cream in the winter, right? You would then <laughs> go in the back, either a you're washing the dishes because they wouldn't hire a dishwasher, or b you're mixing up the cream, or c you're doing both things at once. So it's like oh, <laughs> at yeah, the same finished- time. No, no, no. I, I don't think they would let us do that. But it's like hey, finish washing all these dishes and then mix the cream from the machine in the back. You know, like you got Grimace, you're going to prime the pump and whatnot. <laughs> and <laughs> who's making the cream? Is there like a cream master? Is there is there? Someone yeah, it's so who's... funny. You said that. That's the title of the guy that make the cream cream master. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's like it's like I would I would report to my manager. Hey, we ran out of the black sesame cream. Yeah, just go see Kevin, the cream master. It's just like. Why couldn't you just call him Kevin? Because he's a cream master. You gotta, you gotta attach it every time you say it. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, hey Kevin, we're out of the black sesame. Where's my title, kid? You're like, oh my fault. Hey Kevin, cream master, sir. Where's the black sesame? Cream master Kevin. <laughs> if, if I'm making beer, I would like to be referred to as the brewmaster. So I suppose I don't. Yeah, but Kevin the brewmaster and the cream master is two very separate things. Like brewmaster like, sounds like there's work involved. Cream master, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. There's well, there's I don't work involved. Be involved. Yeah, you just don't know what kind of work it is. <laughs> it goes on behind closed doors. That's all I know. <laughs> it's behind the beat of curds. <laughs> Man, lots, lots of callback this episode. <laughs> uh. Longtime fans oh, will appreciate this episode. Exactly. So, Tony, so <laughs> let's go to your first slash worst job. Slurst and or worst. First worst job. I wouldn't call it my first job. I did work for a day at a at a taxidermist. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I worked, yeah, I worked, I worked at a taxidermist's uh, place. Was it like a summer job or something? It wasn't, when- it was for a single day. It was like a family friend who was a taxidermist. <laughs> And yeah. I worked just sanding down the plastic forms. Yeah. So they're not yeah. stuffed. Okay. Like if you shoot a deer and you mount its head on a wall, it goes on this plastic form. Uh-huh. But they need sanded down so the surface area is rough so they don't slide off the form. I feel like we, I've got so many questions. I feel like we could do an entire episode on this. But Taxidermy? I, no, but listen, Tony, besides... Tony's, Tony's stint as a taxidermist. Like, I'm not, I, listen, is... all I did was I took the plastic forms and like this metal comb and scratched them off and sanded them down. I didn't this... touch any hides. I didn't get to do anything oh, cool. Man, I really wish you would have yeah. stuck it out for a week. I know. We'd have no, an entire episode great. if you stuck it out for a week. It was just like, like hey, this dude needs help for the day. 
he'll pay you like 20 bucks or whatever to send <laughs> like five bucks a form and as many as you get through in the day he'll just pay you that kind, kind of a good right. deal if you're asking me otherwise my first job is my first job i worked as a dishwasher at a country club oh i it was my, like a, a mile yeah. from my house and my first my, job was a busboy at a country club so my buddy got me the job and he's like he was working as the dishwasher at the time and he's like hey you live nearby you want a job i went yeah he goes <laughs> come down here we're like we're slammed and we just need some help so i like threw on some old clothes because i knew it was going to get gross showed up showed up he let me in the kitchen and the the head chef was like what are you doing in here and i was like (laughs) i'm here to. oh my buddy jesse said you needed help i was here to help you're like you can't just show up and work like there's a process to this i was like he's like do you want an application i went oh yeah (laughs) am i hired (laughs) but that was it yeah he just he he gave me the application he said fill this out come back tomorrow at eight and we'll figure this out oh man (laughs) yeah Yeah, jesse set you up (laughs) jesse was great and then jesse very soon stopped being a dishwasher i like ended up replacing him so i quickly found out hey my buddy just wanted out of this position oh he wanted it filled but to be fair he moved up to the other end of the building that they called the snack shack so it was like <laughs> halfway shack? halfway through the course, you'd meet back at the building through this golf course, and you were close enough that you could come refill up on beers, you could get chips or candy or uh, hot dog <laughs> or something. He would just sit back there. First, he would show up with like his guitar, and he'd just like oh my do gosh. whatever he wanted in this room while he sold junk food to these drunk golfers. But That's I would hilarious. just show up back there. I'd work during the day on you know through a summer, and it was just like. It's Tuesday at two o'clock. There's nothing to do. So I'd go hang out with Jesse in the snack shack, eat free hot dogs and whatever I wanted out of there. He's like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Tony, the palm was worst first job. That sounded amazing. Well, the dishwashing thing was pretty, was pretty crap. But I then, I then did the same thing for my brother. It was also his first job. And I went, Tony was like, I see the Come come over here, fell on an application. They'll freaking hire you on the spot, man. The pathword to upward mobility. That's, uh, that's that's clever. No, but yeah, mine, my first job was in a country club. And again, this is in Indiana. So it's like country club is not like fancy fancy. ladies with big hats and stuff. You know, it's like local people going golfing. Uh, But yeah, carrying like it, that you still need a membership it's not public but yeah right right and and carry dish you know carry uh carry food out at events and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so yeah it was basically a bus boy and food runner (laughs) but my worst job was it uh i won't say the name should they ever decide to sponsor the show (laughs) for your rent a car needs um (laughs) they uh it was it a rental car place this was this was a gap job this was 100 a job to fill in a certain amount of time because i was going back to school so it was like Mm -hmm. i need a job for like three months and i went out and found this job and it was you were leaving after three months or you just i'm not sure but for some reason in my brain that was it was it was the right type of job that you're going to get if you're not going to be there very long despite the fact Mm. that i think training took me like a full like two or three weeks renting cars at at uh outside of orlando's airport Ah. a a large rental car facility outside of orlando and as you can imagine orlando probably uh gets quite a bit of traffic and i soon found out that 
if you're going to make any real money at this job, you have to inform people that it is in their best interest to have some insurance on said vehicle or upgrade them to a nicer car. Or basically it's like, here's what they ordered. Whatever you can upcharge them on upsell, you then get a commission on. Yep. So it's kind of cool. These- no, it's not at no. all because you get people that have like saved their entire you know family savings to make this vacation happen. They get off the plane, come to the rental car place and you're like, hey, you probably should get insurance because if you wreck this car, you're going to be completely screwed. Never mind your own insurance may or may not cover it. I don't know. I don't you know, I yeah. I'm not aware of your insurance policy. Right. So so if you could if you could upsell them into buying insurance, if you could upsell them into getting a nicer car. I mean, and granted, some of them were, you know, you could you could up, you know, upgrade somebody from like, hey, looks like you got a large size car. Would you like a convertible? It'll be twenty dollars more a day. And then you get a huge (laughs) commission off that. You're in sunny. You're in sunny Florida. You want that open roof. man? Exactly. And in some instances like that, where it was harmless, you could offer it and not feel like you were being a creep. But in other Mm -hmm, instances, you offer insurance and you're like, what they were paying for the rental car was already too much to begin with. And so now, you know, you don't want to tack on another $30 a day. Did you withheld that information sometime when you felt bad or what? Like Tony with the monster cables. I I did not feel comfortable pressuring people to buy something that they didn't want or that wasn't necessarily needed, you know? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's why I'm not a great salesman because, you know, like if somebody's doing that to me, I wouldn't appreciate it Try type thing, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that was was probably, that was one of the jobs where you'd wake up in the morning and go like, oh. I gotta, I gotta go here for the next, next. You, six, you would hours. never make it at Tony's TV store, Brian. <laughs> right. You can't, no, you no can't cut it at Sears and the Blue Crew. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Crew. But yeah, oh, and, and, and I guess it's because I don't, I, as an individual, I don't like to be sold to. Yeah. Granted, sometimes people are helpful, like Tony. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I, I promise. Don't buy the TV. Yeah. <laughs> That webcam is going to be walking, watching you run around naked in your living room for the next seven months. You don't want that. I promise yeah. you, you don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not, I'm not a salesman at heart in, oh. in products that I don't feel that people believe. I could be a salesman in something that I truly believed in. <laughs> like this podcast, tell 10 friends. It's great. That's true. Yeah. Tony was single-handedly the reason why Sears went out of business. Like they, they didn't sell Listen, they didn't, they didn't need my help at all because by the time I joined up, the ship was sinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was going under. I just I was on for the ride for a bit. Yeah. Stay but, tuned for a very special episode. So Tony ooh. details the downfall of Sears <laughs> from the inside. Besides first jobs or worst jobs, does anybody have anything interesting that they've done in the past? I got one that immediately springs to mind. Go ahead. I mean, I was a child, so probably not, right? No, he's child's not a child's not a job. (laughs) (laughs) From here, here minus twenty three years. Yeah, just interesting things. So, I was Winston. I didn't know if you had anything like while you were in college, if you worked a weird job during the summer. Okay, well, Well, Winston, go first while while I think about it. Yeah, yeah. So this this is totally crazy. Um, I may or may have not mentioned on the podcast that I've worked at some of Orlando's theme parks. And uh, while working at one of the theme parks, they put out a casting call for people to be in a commercial. It was a car commercial. It was when one of the new theme parks opened up and they had roller coasters. And they were looking for people that would get on a roller coaster or ride multiple times in a row. So what they would do is run this ride uh, this uh, I've got two, two, two instances. One was a, one was a roller coaster, and one was a it was a kiddie coaster. 
No, no, it was a water drop ride. I don't know how to explain uh, it. I don't know how to explain it generically. Flume, Tony. Flume ride. A flume ride. There you yes. go. Who said flume ride? Uh, or yes, roller coaster <laughs> slash flume ride. Um, to ride it multiple times in a row, more times than a person would ride a roller coaster or a flume ride. Mm-hmm. I believe in the case of the roller coaster, it was like 14 or 15 times in a row. The ride and or park was not open at this point. So there was no queue. You weren't waiting in a queue. You literally finished the roller coaster ride and got back at the beginning of the line and then got on the roller coaster again. And what was interesting about this is it was a cross promotion with the theme park slash auto brand. And basically it was like you would see the truck sitting there, you know, like this majestic close up of the truck. And in the background, there's like a roller coaster loop going around. That's what this commercial was for. So they actually paid people to be extras on the roller coaster. In this, and so you would literally just go, you'd go for a day, you'd get, you know, ready to go and you'd ride the roller coaster while they're shooting the the close up of the truck and you're in the background. So that happened on both a roller coaster and a log flume ride to where I I got paid for the day for just riding this ride multiple times in a row. That's That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it it was a fun experience. And again, I was in my 20s and, and that's when I could ride a roller coaster back to back to back. And I was going to say, were you, were you still still screaming after like, the 13th ride of the roller coaster. I, don't I mean, know. I'll just I'll I, just I say feel- it. It was it was Islands of Adventure. I have nothing but good things to say. So again, like if Disney or Islands of Adventure are gonna or Universal is gonna you know sponsor the show, then we then we may have to go back and preemptively remove this. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was Islands of Adventure. The at the time the roller coaster was dueling dragons, which Tony has informed me is no longer there. It is not. Um, no. fantastic roller coaster, fantastic roller coaster, and Literally, Man. you would get off the roller coaster, go right up because there was no queue and get back on. And they just had like a group of people, probably three or four roll throughs of the roller coaster and you'd ride it and then you get back on and ride it again and ride it. And then, then, then we break. We broke for lunch. They gave you lunch and then you go back. And I think I got paid like 100 bucks a day. That's I don't know cool. that I'd want to eat lunch and then yeah. ride a roller coaster like eight more times, though. <laughs> well, I'd be you, like, I'll, it's it's craft services here after the shoot because I'll yeah, do that. Yeah. Nope. I think I, I don't can even you, remember. But again, in my 20s, I was indestructible. I could do that stuff, you know. Yeah. Can you even tell us what what car brand it was or whatever truck brand it was? I, I think it was Dodge. Yeah, I think. Man. That's crazy. I've always been a big fan of uh, of those roller coasters behind the Dodge back in the day, but now I can't even ride it. The I can't, I can't right even, it's no longer there, man. I was uh, I was basing my purchase solely on the roller coaster that was behind yeah. that vehicle. And then the second one was the uh, Jurassic Park when they were getting ready to open oh, that up. Okay. It, but what was crazy about that is that was just the, the ride. You, we would go up the fire escape side of the mm-hmm. drop. We didn't even oh, ride the no. whole ride because the ride takes forever, right? You're cruising mm. through and you're sl- it's a slow beginning. No, this was just the cars coming to the point right before you drop and the T-Rex pops out. Oh. And so we would literally do the drop, go down to the bottom of the flumes, you know, splash, and then go up the side, the fire escape side of the, like, the, the platform part and then get back on that way. We had They had us boarding, I kid you not, a like a plank. Since oh, the, since the original boarding wasn't in there, and they were just used, so they would put a plank from the platform to the car, and you climb in and then go down again. That's yeah. that's kind of fun, though. It was it was awesome, and it, yeah. you know, yeah, like I just got paid a hundred bucks for that and a free lunch, <laughs> fantastic. You know, in your twenties, yeah. that was great. Yeah. So anyway, that was a bit long winded, but that was that was that was a great question, Tony. But that was probably the, one of the cooler things that I did well, and got paid for it. It's a good answer because I have nothing, so it's like. When I was in college, I didn't do a lot of interesting thing. I kind of just, I went to school, went home. That was it. So 
I can't I can't sit and say like oh yeah I had this weird experience you know no none but, of that yeah didn't know if you had any interesting summer jobs or well not. it was that one time when R. Kelly asked me to come backstage <laughs> for whatever reason I don't know what that was about <laughs> yeah you're probably better off there oh I've got so many jokes I could make there but I'm not going to so let's immediately go to Tony who posed the question which means yeah. he probably has something interesting for us to hear uh, well, I feel like mine's going to be underwhelming after yours now, but well, I mean, it was I was it it was a commercial. I got to ride roller coasters and was in a commercial. That's not. The, I did yeah, so, I did some local commercials. Oh, um, did you? During, See, that's wake. Uh, I did some local commercial. I did some are local commercials. Well, yeah, are they I will. I will post them and show them to you later. I think there's at okay. least one. They are. Oh okay. my okay. gosh! How do we not know this, Winston? <laughs> uh, how do we not I know we're doing it with famous commercial <laughs> star Tony? <laughs> nope. Oh, um, well, no, I did remove that. Yeah, we'll remove his last name. <laughs> his social is 213-875. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did uh no, I did an internship at a local TV station in their like commercial production department. And towards the end, like most of the thing was like watching this guy make commercials. I didn't do any of the editing. Um, and then when we went out to shoot at places, I would just carry equipment around. So it was right. very unglamorous as far as the internship went. But at the end, they were like, Hey, do you want to be in one? I went, yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. So they just made me do a couple ridiculous things. And I was like, oh, that was that was great. I would do that again. <laughs> um, but I did, I did end up working at that TV station in their master control. So I worked for a few years running like the programming and commercials and things like that. Due to a stellar performance in that commercial. That's yeah. <laughs> well, what kind of commercial was it? Was it a car yeah. commercial? A Dodge it commercial? Was, Yes, it was. It was a truck commercial. Oh man! For a local, were you dealer. also on a roller coaster in PA? Absolutely. That would have been great. I mean, like coordinated to make a Dodge yeah. sponsorship. Who yeah. buys Dodges? It was. It was a. It was for a local dealership where, like, the joke of the commercial was, I was outside trying to pick up like a bag of dirt or something like fertilizer, <laughs> oh, and wow. a scrawny Tony couldn't couldn't pick it up. And then this other dude walks out of the store and picks up like two and walks away. And it's like, guess you're not a truck person. Truck owner? I don't think so. <laughs> so they were, I, I, they were I, just I humiliating Tony. That's it. Commercial. It's like, hey, you want to be emasculated on, on local TV? Come on well, yes. over. Yes, I do. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> I wasn't getting paid for it. It was free. I was just like. Ah, I'll make a fool of myself. Oh, this is fantastic. Uh, they're like, they're like, do you want to be like this beta who can't pick up fertilizer? <laughs> nobody use that term, real man. alpha. Nobody to uh, nobody to use too early terms, for that. Then. Yeah, too early for that, Winston. Nobody <laughs> use alpha beta. Oh, that's um, hilarious. But yeah, oh, I man, did that's that. Great though. I was a, I was a substitute teacher for a little while. I oh. uh, I worked. I was a. I worked. At, I worked for the post office. The post office is the only job that I almost got fired from. <laughs> okay again, so, talking of stories i'm mails. going i don't know if we can tell the story or not here we go um <laughs> i missed one piece i don't remember if it was like certified mail i missed sending out one piece of mail that accidentally got left behind at the end of the day what was and it though it was probably like it was a it was a letter of some sort it couldn't it couldn't have been that big of a deal that if it would have went out the next day in all honesty <laughs> But it's right. the government. It's a government job. Uh, and sort of. somebody, somebody yeah. found out. Yeah, semi-government. Yeah. Um, I had to take a civil service test for it. Okay. So I count that. But somebody found out and like the, I don't know if it was like the district or regional manager called me and was <laughs> like, oh, we, I, we can't believe that you've done this and like chewed me out. 
to the point that I was like in tears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm you... like, I'm, I didn't know. I'm sorry. And I'm I hung up with this person. Wee boy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm freaking out. And I'm just sitting like, my parents are like, are you all right? What's going on? I'm like, I don't know what I, I did something. I messed something up. And so deliver care. Then my, my clearinghouse uh, sweepstakes, my time. immediate postmaster, like the lady who ran the local post office that I was like second in charge of the place. Yeah. She calls me. She's like, Hey, I'm assuming you didn't do this on purpose, and I'm sorry <laughs> that this happened to you. But did you get fired? We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to let you go. And oh I was just like, gosh. "Are you firing me?" They're like, "I." She's like, "You know, the the regular BS." She's like, "My hands are tied. I can't do anything about it." And I just went, "What if I quit?" And she goes, "What?" I said, "What if before you could fire me, I quit?" And she goes, "I can't do anything about that. If you do that, I went." You have oh, a good day, oh, <laughs> and I will not be returning. Uh, um, so I wormed my way out of getting fired just by going, I don't work here anymore, so it doesn't matter. You, um, me, I you could have had a severance package, Tony. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I could I could have been living the high life on <laughs> on government but that, severance. But uh, dignity was better. How old were yeah. you? Yeah, how old your twenties? Twenty, early twenties. I was yeah, twenty, maybe twenty. Like it would have been after I graduated. So it's oh, wow. 22, 23, But I, I was just like, are you kidding me? I'll say this. I'll say this. It almost feels too intentional. It's like, yeah, we we've been looking for an excuse to get rid of this kid Tony for freaking weeks now. He's been too good of an employee. We can't keep him no, around. That is not true. The lady, <laughs> the postmaster at this place, very nice lady, not a great teacher. I bumbled through this job for a year and I'm you honestly I'm surprised I'm surprised that it took that long for something <laughs> wrong to go for something wrong to happen uh, and to call me out on it but uh, so is it was the term going postal was that around yet oh yeah that, that okay, was so going uh, 70s or 80s Winston do you know the term going postal <laughs> Do I have to tell you? No, I don't know what going postal means. We don't no, mail I... stuff anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, so, no, but I, I figured the term going postal was one of those things that entered into the published con- consciousness that you say, I'm, you know, yeah, like, postal. yeah, like no, what, jumping the shark? Anything? Yeah, totally. Right, exactly. <laughs> clearly, yes. Yeah. There was a bunch of incidents, mostly in the 80s, where... 80s, okay. Um... Postal workers went bonkers. They went, like, they snapped and just, like, shot up places. Yeah, and the joke was because they could never, They (laughs) the joke was because they couldn't get any sense of completion from their job because it's the post office, right? And mail just keeps coming and coming and coming. That's a Seinfeld joke. That was, that's Newman from Seinfeld, where he's just like, why do you hate your job? He's like, it never stops. (laughs) There's always mail. You deliver it and more shows up. Oh, yeah. Gosh. That's a Seinfeld so may, joke. May, I, I've, uh, I've probably seen that and I just internalized it. And uh, that's how I'm explaining it to Winston as Seinfeld did to the world. So going so postal with just them shooting up post like, office? Was, was like like going became, postal was a phrase for just snapping and going yeah. nuts. Yeah, uh, slang for like you lost your mind, you lost your... So he went postal. Uh, he freaking lost it and yeah, gotcha. went bonkers. <laughs> that's insane. Wow, man. That's like, that's like somebody saying, yeah, he went Columbine. It's crazy. Like what? <laughs> So I would get that, but nobody said that though. Yeah, because I guess uh, as you said, mass shootings are not funny ever. So you can't make yeah, jokes true. about them, yeah, dude. You you're violating the rule. We can make we can make jokes about it. We can cut subs. it out. We can cut it we out. We can make <laughs> we can make jokes about. I don't know what else. North Korea aliens. North Korea. Alien. Yeah. No, we we I guess we kind of get away from the aliens, but I guess I guess that sums Watch it shops. up. What? Yeah. What? Mm. 
sweatshops sweatshops oh yeah yeah, yeah. sex workers <laughs> everything's fair game but not the yeah. not those not, not yeah. schools yeah gotta draw the line somewhere yeah exactly we gotta have a little bit of humanity yeah well, I'm drawing a line on the episode here. We're going to wrap this up here. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, if you made it this far, congratulations. We appreciate it. Yeah. Tell a friend. Rate and subscribe wherever you're listening so you don't miss out on new episodes. Hey, uh, if you folks want- in Texas are truly listening, as Tony and I have discussed. Washington. Shout out to Texas. I don't, I don't know who's Washington. up in Washington. There's a bunch of people up there. Thanks for listening. Hi to Washington. Tell some. The president's people. listening to us. Hi, George. Not, 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 not. <laughs> Not George. DC. Not not DC. State. George. State. Why don't you say George? You said the Washington? president. Oh my gosh, man. Oh. Okay, Tony. Tell He's him. a foreigner. He wasn't here. It's okay. You had to pass. <laughs> you did. You did say you had to pass a test, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, well, what's going on, then, man? Come on. Washington. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, if you want us to talk about something, you can go ahead and email us at podcast xyz xwhyz at gmail.com. You can also visit us on Instagram. And we are officially on TikTok. We've got a first TikTok yeah. video up. Again, we are Podcast XYZ everywhere, including our home on the web, our website, podcastxyz.podbean.com. There you can W-H-Y-Z. You can yeah. find links to all of the places that we exist um, to go listen to, as well as Winston's watch and listen list that has some links to all of the <laughs> things that we mentioned, um, as well as giant blocks of text. If you go, hey, they kept mentioning two live crew and these other things that I don't get. Um, you can just search that page and figure out where we talked about it and go back and listen. But that's going to do it. And we will see everybody on the next episode. Good night, everybody. Yeah.